0: with you on the go. This is the Kissing Country Chris Jack and Matt podcast. A
1: good morning at 555. I'm Jacqueline Sweeney. A few flurries ending in the afternoon and then cloudy. We are expecting it to be quite windy with a high of minus 9, but with that wind chill, it's going to feel like minus 21 this afternoon. Right now it's minus 10. Tragedy for saved by the bell. We'll have more on that in just a minute, but first it is Groundhog Day. Today's the day we find out if we're in for an early spring or six more weeks of winter. In Nova Scotia, their groundhog is predicting an early spring, which could be accurate when it comes to the ice at Wavaman. The RCMP have issued a warning to drivers about the conditions on the lake after two vehicles broke through over the weekend. Eight people were in one truck, two in the other, all managed to get out safely. Now, because of the warmer-than-usual winter we've been having here in Alberta, ice is thin on some areas of all lakes around our province. They are reminding people that you are responsible for the cost of recovering your vehicle from the water. The trend continues downward for COVID-19 within our province. 355 new cases have been found over the last 24 hours. There are now 556 people in hospital, 102 in the ICU. Sadly, 10 more people have passed away. Friends and former co-stars are paying tribute to Saved by the Bell actor Dustin Diamond. He played Screech on the show in the 90s. The 44-year-old has died after a brief battle with lung cancer. And sports, the Oilers will play the Senators tonight at 8 o'clock.
2: Did you know, more fun facts from Chris this morning, okay. that uh, how good have Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl been so far this year? How good? They have more points between the two of them combined than the entire uh, Anaheim Duck team has in total. Like what? every every <laughs> player on the Ducks combined doesn't have as many points as Leon Dreisaitl and Connor McDavid. It's crazy. Uh, have they played fewer games? Well, I don't know. But still that's maybe their one whole, or two. It's still their whole team. It's, it's still pretty incredible. <laughs> it's still yeah. their whole team. Yeah. Pretty muddy.
1: Well, I'm Jack and thanks to Chris. That's what you need to know. <laughs> there you go.
2: It's interesting. Anyway, they're uh, they're on a roll. Let's hope that continues tonight against the Senators. Late game. Why is it an eight o'clock game? Oh,
1: Ooh, that I is late games. for you boys. Oh
2: uh, well, Oh, you'll be watching too, Jack. Who are you talking about? Oh
1: right. To <laughs> I'll be here in a minute. Chris
2: will be watching. Yeah. After his 4-hour nap, <laughs> you got that right. All right, let's do this. The too early for a question question another chance to win a $50 gift certificate from our good friends at Mr. Mike's. According to a recent survey, this is the number one thing people judge about your home. Remember those days when you used to get to go to other people's homes?
1: Oh, they get all days.
2: As soon as you walk in, this is the number one thing you judge. What is it? 780-421-1039. Here's Sam Hunt.
0: You're listening to the Kiss and Country, Chris, Jack, and Matt Podcast.
2: Uh, the too early for a question question this morning is always the phone number 780-421-1039. Who's this? Brianna. All right, Brianna. According to a recent survey, the number one thing people judge about your home is?
1: How it smells. You got it. Good job. Awesome. But the thing is, you never know how your home smells because you're used to it.
0: Exactly. But go outside for a few hours, come in, and... That smell of your house, will
3: catch you. A uh, hot tip. Uh, this is actually the perfect time. Well, you not now, but when you go on vacation, you come back and you give your house a big whiff and you're like, oh boy, that's okay. what everybody thinks of your
2: smell. <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, lucky we don't go on vacation anymore. Yeah, yeah. we're good. <laughs> Nose blind, right? There's Congratulations. That- you won $50 from our friends at Mr. Mike's.
1: Awesome. We know what your house is going to smell like now.
0: Yummy. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt
2: podcast. This is your opportunity to get it off your chest in a positive or negative way. Again, a roast is obviously a negative. We'll give it you this. A little fire. A, a toast is obviously a positive.
1: Okay, so
2: should I go first?
1: Yeah, I, let's hear it. I, I
2: got a toast the world's longest hockey game is happening uh, starting on uh, the 4th of this month Mm -hmm. and uh, it's challenging because of COVID of course and so uh, all of these uh, volunteers are going to put this thing together. And these uh, hockey players, Matt and I have both played in the world's longest baseball game, which is three days and is nothing like the hockey. Nothing. Nothing like the hockey. An
3: absolute cakewalk.
2: And it looks like, and if you can believe the forecast, it's the snow is supposed to really start on Thursday and we're supposed to have like lows in the minus 20s. Like, no. And that's when they're going to start this thing, right? You so, can absolutely
3: guarantee every time the world's longest hockey game happens. Yeah. You're gonna get one of two things: yeah. a deep freeze, or it's gonna be uh, yeah. unbelievably warm that you, you're there skating in soup.
2: Right. So obviously a shout out to everybody involved in that, but uh, a real special toast to uh, Dina Life, <laughs> who's providing a hundred and fifty dollars, $1, a thousand dollars worth of uh, COVID tests uh, for all of the players and everybody involved. And that's awesome. They're donating a hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Wow. worth, So that's pretty amazing. Nothing to sneeze at. No. Okay, I Jack. don't
1: sneeze. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> Jack, what do you got going on?
1: I got a toast. You got a toast. Yes. Uh, To everyone in Canmore in the mountains, I was there this weekend and I was a little nervous about going, um, but we decided to go and play it safe. And I was so impressed with everyone else playing it safe. We were outside hiking and skating and everyone kind of looked like they were scared of everyone else. And so everyone was really keeping their distance. Yeah. I was impressed. I was like, you know what? Good job, guys. We can still safely enjoy the great outdoors outdoors but just stay away from each other.
2: Okay. Well, people normally stay away from your husband, don't they? Yeah,
1: that's true. Yeah,
2: but, but especially... <laughs> but the... now
1: more than usual. Okay,
2: got it. All right, and what about you, Matt? I got a roast. All right.
3: I don't know if you heard about it. Chris said uh, had it in the news there yesterday and a couple days before that. Yeah. The Grace Life Church. <laughs> yeah. I'm putting you on blast. Yeah. Everyone Ooh. who attends, the pastor, <laughs> come on, guys. Why do you have to be a hero why do you think you're more important than everybody else and every other church going person who has decided that uh, worshiping on Sundays at home is good for them? Because yeah. they want to do their part in stopping the spread. But no, you <laughs> at this church feel like you're so special that you have to go and you have to worship with your, the rest of the congregation because it's just, it's something that you have to do. Come on, people. What are you thinking They're not. (laughs) Come on. It's so stupid. Why is this in the news? You can, the pastor's going to have the same sermon, whether it's on Zoom or in front of you, man.
2: Right. Stay home. This is close to my house. And yeah, you can see there's, there's uh, a parking lots full.
3: I do
1: always see that parking lot full. I wonder what is going on over there. I
2: drove by this
3: morning. It was empty. Well, they
1: think they're heroes. (laughs) It's like, well, no
3: god wants us to worship yeah dude
1: he does <laughs> yeah just not together I'm not, a, I'm
3: not a particularly religious man but god's mm-hmm. supposed to be everywhere why right. couldn't he be in your living room
2: right he's in your little box that you're broadcasting exactly. from. Right
3: exactly and he's, he's shaking his head
2: yes
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right what about you give us your roast or toast this morning texas at 103939
0: or call us at 780-421-1039 you're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Boom, roast and toast.
2: And again, it's your opportunity to get it off your chest in a positive or negative way. It's a roast or a toast.
1: And Matt, you're getting a lot of toast for that roast you just did.
3: And a couple of not so toasty <laughs> <laughs> decks.
2: People who are uh, they want to go to church with them. Yeah, there you go. I mean that's yeah that's uh, we know that there's a certainly uh definitely yeah there's people on both sides of it that's uh for sure but uh anyway at the end of the day um
1: we all miss church we it's all just miss for church for a little bit
2: right? That's right.
1: How about them Oilers?
2: <laughs> hey we could do a toast about that, right? Sure. Can we? They, Did won, they win last Yeah, they won two in a row.
1: Oh yeah, that's definitely worth a toast. <laughs> they're
2: they're on they're on on roll. You got another one, Jack? No. Toast to the Pilgrim's Hospice Society uh, today as they get their first resident. Very so, nice. That's awesome. We'll give them that
3: toast. Anybody who works in a hospice society, uh, hats off to them. Hard hard job to do, yeah. but a very important one. To, that's for sure.
2: All right. I want to toast the guy facing multiple charges for turning his apartment into a nightclub.
3: <laughs> Can I do a, a toast oh slash God. roast? What? Because that guy saw an opportunity and he took it. I yeah. get it. Yeah. But not a smart one.
2: <laughs> Was
1: that here? <laughs>
0: Probably not. <laughs> I don't know. You're listening to the Kissing Country, Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yes,
2: it's Roaster Toast Tuesday, which means it's your opportunity to get it off your chest in a positive or negative way. What do we got, Jack?
1: Well, a moment ago, we were talking about the party place. It was a guy's apartment that he changed into a club. Yeah. It was not here. It was in Vancouver, guys.
2: Okay. All right. So we'll roast him anyway. Yeah, we'll roast. All right.
1: And a toast. To all of the frontline workers and group home workers, thank you.
2: Thank you very much for doing what you do, for sure. All right, uh, Brianna, you want to do a toast?
0: Uh, recently, uh, staff and crew where I work, we all came together and created a nice big baby package for one of our own.
2: Oh, that's nice.
0: That's so nice. Yeah, we put a pool together and got her a bunch of new baby bottles and clothes and the whole, whole kit and caboodle, so...
3: Did you know that I just had a baby? Cake? I knew,
0: <laughs> I, knew I knew
3: that
2: was coming. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yes, I did know, and congrats on the little one.
2: <laughs> but you're Thank not you. you're not getting a package. I'm this is more a
0: hint for
3: Chris and Jack. Where's my
0: package? You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt Podcast getting some negative texts this morning about different things
2: and, and it's just people are just, they just are just angry. They just are. And uh, you know what, if you feel better texting us and getting it off your chest, Get it off your chest this time.
1: No, way. no, no, don't. No, no, but, hey, better I'll us cry. than your
2: mom or dad or yeah. grandma or sister, or
1: uncle. Jack, or you're the
2: toughest of the three of us.
1: I know, and they're some making guy, me cry. Some
2: guy just called you dumb, and I'm like, I know. seriously, <laughs> <laughs>
1: like. But he are, also gave me some good information, so we're okay. But what are
2: you doing, texting somebody like on a radio station and calling them dumb? Anyway, whatever. <laughs> well, we do say dumb stuff. We I do mean, say dumb stuff. But Jack didn't say anything dumb there. Jack's I mean, the least dumb of all of us. I get
3: so,
1: thanks, guys. I get
2: protective of dumb Jack.
3: Thank okay. <laughs>
1: Thanks. What about me, dog? <laughs> you can handle your own.
3: Oh yeah, I'm the softest <laughs> of us three.
1: Yeah,
2: he's just like a marshmallow. Yep. Mentally, physically. oh It's all good. All right. Anyway.
3: All right.
1: Well, the guy that called me dumb is actually a certified diver because I was wondering how much it costs if you lose your truck, you right, know, in the in the lake, like Lake Wavaman How right. much does it cost to recover it? Right. He said seventy to hundred grand. That makes
3: Ooh. sense. It can't be cheap to pull
2: a car out of a lake. Do you use a helicopter?
1: But oh, I don't a, like, think so. triple Not a, <laughs> the cost of your, well, <laughs> That's I guess a dumb, the dumb cost.
2: response, eh? You could use a helicopter. You, I'm sure you could, but I don't think that, <laughs> I'm, There's some sort of, like, barge okay. or long... You're in the middle of the lake. I guess you'd have to pull it out with something... But yeah. like, would do you, you or
1: f- would you just cut your losses at a hundred grand? No, but would you, you just can't. You can't <laughs> leave
2: it yours, in there. Oh, shoot.
1: It. Really? <laughs> you, you can't leave it in the lake. Okay. Well, maybe that was not like
2: the Titanic.
1: <laughs> you know what? We're good. Just leave it there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Somebody else said they lost it, uh, their vehicle. Like we're asking how you lost your vehicle. Mm-hmm. Uh, a huge flood, uh, 159th street uh, bridge underneath it. You remember how it used to flood all way oh, yeah. and stuff? Yeah. And,
1: and you know what? They just sent a picture. Yeah. It's gone. Confirmed? (laughs) Do you know, I don't know if you guys have noticed this, on the white mud, there is actual... Rain gauges. Yeah, there's rain gauges meters. Did those just
3: appear? No, they've been there for a while. Ever since, that was around 111th. Yes. uh, And uh, the most embarrassing thing that could happen to you, (laughs) remember when that thing flooded? Yeah. Is when the fire department had to get the dinghy out from under the overpass? Could you imagine having to get rescued with a dinghy under an overpass in Edmonton? Yeah. I'd be like, no, I'm going to drown. No, seriously? <laughs> yes. You wouldn't jump on? I would I would swim. I'd be like, I'm going to get my clothes wet. I'm yeah. not going in your day.
1: <laughs> I wonder how it happened, though. Were they under there thinking, I'm going to be protected from the rain? Yes. And then, uh oh. No,
2: no, it's not the rain. It's the, it's the hail
3: yeah, and things you don't like that. You,
2: so oh, you that st- too? Yeah, you stop because of the hail.
1: It would just be me thinking, you know what? I can get through this. Just keep going. <laughs> As your windshield
2: it. cracks, like, uh-oh. Yeah, you can't do it. All right. If you've got a story about how you lost your vehicle in an unconventional way, we want to hear from you this morning. And yeah, you just, you can't keep your vehicle in the bottom of the lake.
1: You got to get it out.
2: With the helicopter. <laughs> yeah. helicopter would work. I'm not saying it wouldn't work, but it's not like
3: <laughs> some guy in a Huey is coming to pick up your, your F-150. It wouldn't
2: be cheap, but
0: that's...
1: Well, yeah, 100 grand. <laughs> there's got to be a barge. <laughs>
0: You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack and Matt podcast. Uh,
2: we're talking now about uh, unfortunate uh, ways that you've lost your vehicles or maybe even snowmobiles, right, Jack?
1: Yeah, this text reads, if your snowmobile breaks down in the mountains and you can't get it out, it's $2,200 for a chopper to fly it out. $2,200 and you don't get a ride in that chopper.
2: So you got to stay on your snowmobile and you're riding underneath <laughs>
3: <them and it's laughs> I don't think you.
1: that's allowed. <laughs> no, that would be
2: dangerous. <laughs>
3: but, but couldn't you just, I'm not saying to do this,
1: just leave it?
2: No.
3: And not tell anybody? I don't think you're allowed to. I know well, you're not allowed to. But you could bury it in the snow, I guess. Get your shovels,
2: boys. Yeah. This is where That's where she sad. lives now. Those snowmobiles, are, the sleds now are worth like 20 grand. That's so true, you, yeah. It's not like the old days when they were $1,000. Yes, Jack.
1: Another text here in high school. We would do the Taco Bell run at lunch from Tasco into Edmonton. On the way back, my parents' vehicle started on fire just south of Ellerslie. It was many moons ago, but I still feel shame, says Dustin. I could not get out of that one.
2: No, no. You, you, you don't tell your parents you're taking the vehicle and then it catches on fire.
1: That would be so scary. Yikes.
2: I hope the g- gordita was worth it. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be more scared of the parents
0: Always. than it would be the
2: fire, uh, for sure. What about you, Linda?
0: I'm dating myself, but... Back when, before Terra Losa was a shopping mall, it was a swamp. Okay. And uh, my husband and I, we buried our, four, our uh, Bronco all the way up to the doors.
2: Oof. It,
3: it, it
0: took three <laughs> tow trucks to get us out.
3: Should have called the Wobberman helicopter.
0: Got, <laughs> <laughs> the, the first one got stuck. The second one got stuck. And then they brought in the big, uh, like, one for semi-truck.
2: Yeah. And then, and then Corb Blund yeah. wrote a song about it. Exactly.
3: Yeah. You could hear him picking the strings in the distance. The truck got stuck in the
2: Terralosa parking lot, which wasn't a parking lot. It, cr- crazy.
0: What <laughs> rhymes yeah, with
3: Terralosa's
2: wanted- swamp? <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. but I also wanted to say that uh, I know everybody being grumpy, but yesterday uh, I needed to turn left, and the guy in front of me changed lanes so I could do that. So not everybody's somebody right now.
2: Somebody actually was nice in traffic to you.
3: Yeah. Well, wow. I thought so it's a some
0: nice people out there. I, I thought what? it was a
3: rule if you're an Amatonian driver to be
2: obnoxious. <laughs>
0: well, and I waved thank you to him and he tipped his hat to me.
2: So. Oh my gosh. Some nice people out there. Okay. Good to hear. Mark
0: that
1: day down. Let's play <laughs>
2: Alabama Angels Among
0: Us. Yeah. <laughs> it's happening. You're listening to the Kissing Country
2: Chris, Jack,
0: and Matt podcast. We're talking about how you lost your vehicle in an unconventional
2: way, for example.
1: We got this text at 103.939 years ago while canoeing down the north Saskatchewan. We got hit by a torrential rain between the south canyon before the devon bridge well we had just had to power through till we made it to land and camp just past the bridge it was a nice little sandbar with a giant pile of driftwood now we set up camp and watched across the river as there was a truck that was parked there to fish well obviously they didn't take into account that the river level rises with the genesee dam there were multiple tow trucks and they couldn't get it out it was right under the power lines but i assume they eventually did because next year the truck was gone
3: Yikes. They or perhaps it
1: just went.
2: I, I remember years ago, like years ago before things kind of settled down and, and probably, and again, for all the right reasons, but I remember we used to go down to the river by Devon. Mm-hmm. We lived right there and uh, we'd go down and we, there was hardly anybody down there. Now there's like hundreds of people down at the river all the time. Chris which hates is, it. Which is awesome. Which is awesome. I'm glad so. everybody else shares, <laughs> shares the river. But back then, I remember seeing this minivan once and it backed into the river and they opened up both doors, like the big doors, and it just the water was washing through, and basically they were getting the car wash inside
1: and out. <laughs> this isn't real. It, was
2: this on purpose? Come on. Yes, they did this on this purpose. This is not no. real. And shampooing the rugs with North Saskatchewan
1: water. <laughs> I'm telling you, this
3: that. isn't real, Matt. It happened. Why do you always doubt me? I don't know. I can't. can't this so doesn't ludicrous. sound
1: real. <laughs> the guy, like this
3: is the I guy with a dart in his mouth and wasn't wearing a shirt driving this van.
2: Yes, and I can't. I cannot make stories like that up. That really did happen.
3: And then what, he just pulled out, closed the doors, and went on his merry way. His family was there. They
0: were swimming beside it. I mean, they're,
1: <laughs> they're open used, the doors on Highway 60. You got the whole vacuum drive exactly. <laughs>
0: You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. And um, basically, it's it's it's
2: words and terms that apparently moms don't like. Okay, so I thought we'd go over a few of these, and you could tell us yay or nay. All right, all right. First one: a working mom. No one ever says working dad.
1: Hey, yeah, I didn't have a problem with it till now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, adulting. Everywhere I go, I see messaging that adulting is hard. Why are we making adulthood to be something negative that our kids don't want to attain because it's hard? Adulting.
1: Yeah, I get it. It's kind of whiny.
2: Okay. Isn't it
3: adulting? Adult Adulting? I don't know.
1: Chris I, is still learning. What did I say?
3: Adulting? adulting. adulting? It's, it's fine. We're adulting. getting hung hung up on words, which <laughs> yeah. I can't say.
2: It, <laughs> you're <laughs> a guy going to get sucked in by the reservoir. So yeah, exactly. Don't worry exactly. about, don't worry about how I say going. adulting. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Littles to describe your children Yeah,
1: I don't like that at all, my littles Yeah, it's pretty brutal
2: Okay, when people say a man is babysitting his own children Oh, yes
1: I don't I don't have time to worry about that stuff I'm like, as long as they're being watched, I don't care You
2: don't
3: care You're Honey. too busy being a working woman and adulting
1: Exactly What
3: about
2: a honeydew list? Uh, this phrase uh, feels helpless and a bit manipulative
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm not a fan
2: What if somebody calls you their wifey?
1: Yeah, I don't like that.
2: Okay. Really? What does Bob call you?
1: Jack. (laughs) 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 We don't really have pet names for each other. All
2: right. Million dollar family, which is a term that uh, people would use uh, to say if the family's got a boy and a girl. And so outdated saying that basically it insults every other family there is.
1: I do. I do kind of have an issue with this just because i don't understand it is it a million dollar family because it costs you a million dollars by the time you're done raising them with a boy and a girl or is it a million dollar family because i have the dream Ooh, i have a boy and a girl implying
2: implying the perfect family is two parents plus a boy and a girl
1: oh yeah yeah it's kind of snotty no it isn't
2: as a million dollar family (laughs)
1: owner (laughs) i know i've seen you use that hashtag (laughs) tweens i'm not there yet so no comment
2: you're you're here mummy juice
1: yeah, that's um, stupid. That's so stupid. Or
2: mom fuel. Ugh, not a fan. Yeah. Okay. Um. What here? When someone refers to raising kids as their job,
1: mm, I don't know. That doesn't bother me. I mean, it is your job. It's okay. a hard job. <laughs> <Like it's, laughs> we should be paid more for it. Okay.
2: It's, there
1: it's you tough. Go. Okay
2: um there there's the there's the list so you'd say yeah. overall yeah
1: overall i i definitely agree there's a few that i'm just indifferent about yeah except million dollar family <laughs> <Just 'cause. laughs>
2: this is chris and i have one
1: exactly you're insulting my family and i
2: am right you're right about the costing a million dollars Oh, so too. it goes
1: both ways for sure okay <laughs> yeah.
0: uh, thank you you're listening to the kiss and country chris jack and matt podcast
2: yeah, just a few minutes ago we were talking about uh, apparently uh, phrases or terms that uh, moms aren't a big fan of. What is that one phrase or term that you're not a fan of? I uh, I don't know if people use it now, but for a while it was really popular. Your bay, you know. Oh, I didn't like that bay. I don't know why.
1: Before all else, is that right? What it stands for?
2: I don't. It could be. <laughs> sounds right bay were you okay with bay or no no Ooh. Bay sucks.
1: <laughs> okay good i don't really actually know anyone that liked bay
2: okay but they just use it
3: yeah I didn't like it fail. was popular fail like oh what a fail right it's like, i just it seems so weird and so like uh internet-y right
2: right what about goofing, goofing? goofing? what Goof? did
1: you just make that <laughs>
2: no no i've heard that one a lot goofing my, around? my like, daughter goofing? My, my daughter uses it and i've heard a lot of others use it goofing like goofing on somebody hey i'm just goofing on somebody it's i
1: don't any...
3: hear it enough to hate it yeah
1: no,
2: no?
3: You're not it's still with...
1: new to us <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> i'm not a fan of it and it's back to the mom terms but like oh i'm just momming i'm momming momming things I'm like come on
3: Oh, well, first text in this one i totally agree with my fa- fiance calls me his old lady and my father-in-law was so upset with him i don't like old lady either or ball and chain those <laughs> nothings
2: nah, no yeah no.
1: It's not no. that nice. Oh, <laughs> that I know nice. one, and it makes me so uncomfortable when people call each other lover. I hate it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I love that. My love. Because
1: I just think of them doing the laundry together.
2: <laughs> <laughs> See, maybe, do you find this one uncomfortable when I call my wife mom? You know, no, sometimes? No,
1: actually, I think that's cute.
2: M- mom or dad? Yeah. yeah. Okay. But lover, no way.
1: Huh? Don't call Karen lover, because okay. I'm just going to go straight there. <laughs> I, have oh. never,
2: I have never done that. Say it, Chris, <laughs> just to say it once. Come on, you have to do it. Oh, well. no.
1: <laughs> Karen's your
2: lover? Well, yeah. Ah, there
0: you go. No, I never said it, though. <laughs> you said it. That's I'm worse. still
3: thinking about it. All it right. works. <laughs>
0: You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. We're talking about uh,
2: Groundhog Day today, and uh, again, somebody invented this crazy Groundhog Day thing. And uh, uh, Matt's convinced it's just uh, to create tourism in certain it's communities. A fraud, yeah. Hey,
3: all they want to do is drive up business for the hovel in which Puxitani Phil sits.
2: He lives in a hovel. I don't know.
1: It's a guess. <laughs> Is now, Borough... they're, they're doing everything virtually this year, of course, because of the pandemic. So right. they have a little webcam on them. Okay. <laughs> So you can watch.
2: Okay, got it. They're not doing the old traditional thing. Okay, so we're talking about things like that that you actually do believe. For example.
1: Alicia texts in and says, my weird superstition was put into my head by my mom years ago. She told me that babies should not see their reflection until they're at least one year old because it's bad luck. Yes. And up until I had my own baby last year, I completely believed it. Now I just think it's a silly thing to believe. Okay. Yeah, especially when you show them themselves in the mirror and they laugh, you're doing it over and over and over again.
3: Right. Like literally last night I was putting my newborn in there. Look, look, it's you. It's you. Look,
2: look, look. <laughs> okay.
1: Another dexterity, the train track one is real, I swear. Earlier we were talking about lifting your feet over the train tracks. Well, several years ago, I was on my way to university, and I forgot to lift my feet on the two tracks on 50th Street, and I ended up having an accident a kilometre away and totaled my car. Now, I've never missed lifting my feet.
2: Okay. And Tony uh, called us, and he said the reason why that uh, uh, getting your kids to lift their feet at the train tracks was to keep them awake so they didn't fall asleep on the way home. That was his theory. Makes sense. And another one uh, like that, I think this was created by parents for sure. You remember hearing that swimming on a full stomach, you couldn't do? it you'd have to wait like yes. a, a, an hour after or you'd get cramps apparently that's not true at all no, but no parents no. made that up it's because, not no the last thing parents wanted to do at the lake was after eating you know go for a swim they'd always tell us that we'd have to wait so
3: you gotta deal go. with the wet kid again after dinner no thanks yeah exactly
1: <laughs> i guess
0: really you didn't know that
1: no i know i still believe that <laughs> <All right. laughs> thanks
0: you're listening to the kiss and country chris jack and matt podcast
2: um, we're talking about Groundhog Day and the fact that, of course, it's uh, happening today, and <laughs> and uh, nobody really believes. It's just. It's just a thing. It's just a thing to talk about, I guess, right? I you think know?
1: here, nobody can believe it because as a texter pointed out, six more weeks of winter, well, no kidding, that's the first day of spring. We're bound for it here in Edmonton. That's right. But maybe somewhere warmer, you know, medicine hat or something like that. There is some... <laughs>
2: medicine hat. I do I thought you were going <laughs> to say Palm Springs.
1: <laughs> it's like a, I'm still going Canada, guys. Somewhere, <laughs> Pennsylvania.
2: <laughs> some, somewhere more, way more, you know, tr- attractive. There is a
1: chance for an early spring here. Okay. No
2: jets. Lethbridge, you know, those yeah. sort of places. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Anyway, so we're looking for uh, things like that, that you still buy. For example.
1: My wife used to think porcupines could throw their quills.
2: That's true. They, they can't. They don't? No, they don't. No, you just touch them. You got to touch them. So that's why dogs, I, you know, I thought that for years and then yeah. we learned that once we had porcupines in our yard one year, they were invading our apple trees. We, you can go right up to them as long as you don't touch them. So and, and relocate them with a box, but that's another story. Good to
0: know.
3: Okay. What kind of
2: box? Amazon huh? box? It was cardboard boxes. I don't know. Yeah, it's okay. How
3: heavy is a porcupine?
2: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you picked up the box. Well, it's like, 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 a, like a small dog. Okay.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Let's move on.
3: <laughs> what
0: kind of dog
2: is that?
1: My wife believes when you look at a clock and it's a digital clock, if it says... One 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 hmm. or one two three four. That is a departed relative letting you know that they are there.
3: Okay, like is this only if you by chance look at the clock and it's that time? Yes. Or are you, are you like just they're just there that once once a day at that time?
1: No, it's only if you look at it by chance, and you can't just be like waiting for it and being like, okay, they're here now.
3: That's the most ridiculous thing.
2: This That's one not this one. This one's kind of different, but uh, I've always. Believe this because my son cracks his knuckles a lot. I hate knack- knuckle crackling. Mm. Cracking. Apparently, it doesn't give you arthritis. I always thought it did.
1: Yeah, no. we were always told that as well. Yeah.
3: It's the same thing. You know, your parents said, "Don't sit so close to the TV because you'll yep. go cross-eyed." Yeah. Or if you touch yourself too much. Yeah. Those things aren't true. <laughs> Ask me how I
1: know. Matt, they are true. Look at you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I set myself up again. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Talking about. Uh, I guess, myth busters,
2: uh, things that you still believe in, uh, like the Groundhog Day, for example, uh, getting texts at
1: 103939. My mom used to believe that if you swallowed your bubble gum, it would stay in your stomach for seven years. It wasn't until my kids were young and she said it one day that I sort of had to burst her bubble by letting her know that that was not true.
2: No pun intended. I like <laughs> it. Uh, you know what? I always believed that as a kid. was just like when you swallowed gum, you were devastated. Like, oh. you know, and how about that gum? Was it Bubblicious? We always believed had the spider uh, babies in it. Like oh, the spider, the spider eggs? eggs. That's true. Yeah.
1: That's true. I forgot about that. Where did that also, come from? And also watermelon seeds with the stomach too. That was a big one.
2: What, do you grow more watermelons in your Yeah,
1: <laughs> like do not eat the seeds. <laughs> All
2: of a sudden, yeah, mom had a watermelon seed and then she had a watermelon in her. Yeah. Funny how that
1: happens. Okay, got it. This uh-huh. one is really sweet. My mom had a little heart on her arm. So when I was young, she told me that it was from drawing on herself with a Sharpie too much and it never came off. So she should. So you should never draw on yourself with a Sharpie or it won't come off. But I wanted a permanent heart on my arm, so I drew it in the same spot for three years straight, hoping it would stay.
3: Oh, look at that.
0: (laughs) That's adorable. Congratulations,
3: you played yourself. Okay, what about (laughs) you, Alicia?
0: So my mom used to tell us all the time that it was bad luck to put new shoes on the counter. Right. And I have repeated that my kids' whole life. And so one time I had ordered a meditation pillow from Chapters, and my youngest had come home from school and gotten the package off the step. But I came home and the package was on my bed. I'm like... Why did you put that box on my bed? And he said to me, well, I didn't know if you'd ordered shoes and I was worried about your luck.
2: (laughs) Hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go?
1: You can go at kissin underscore Jack, J-A-C-K on Twitter.
2: What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter.